All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for being here. Many of you have been here before. So, uh, hmm. if there's any direction, it's how we hear the message would be the only direction, in a sense. Meaning direction like north, south, east, or west. Uh, you know, what happened with me, you know, as the story, I was always interested in getting out of myself since I've been about six years old. For some reason, I felt uh, a very anxious discomfort. I perfected a song and dance that kept people away, but that song and dance kept me in. I couldn't get out either in a way. Uh, so it led me to the last house on the block, which was spirituality, which I returned to twice. But I went there my first time when I was 20 and I got involved with a, a, a system of meditation which had the guru disciple uh, formulation. So we didn't meet the guru, he was still in India, but a lot of people came over who were teachers of the past guru who was the new guru's father. And so these guys they called the Mahatmas, would give talks, and uh, my friend from, since I was first grade, uh, got involved, and he told me about it, like, the next day, and so I went to New York City and got initiated, and I learned uh, these techniques of meditation called knowledge, and I practiced, and I was pretty diligent, got into it. We, I moved into a premi house where we had people coming over from India staying, and we had regular satsang, and I liked that way of life, and the meditation felt uh, solid, and, uh, and uh, then the guru came, and when the guru came, he was presented by a lot of people as the Lord of the universe, and for some reason, never meeting any Lord of the universe, I had a lot of ideas about the Lord of the universe, and uh, I just didn't, couldn't see this guy as the Lord of the universe. So I started to have a little struggle. I liked the meditation, but I didn't like, it was weird. I felt like I didn't like the Lord of the universe, which made me not a very good spiritual seeker, obviously. You would think you would really dig the Lord of the universe, but it wasn't working. So I was in a should I stay or should I go dynamic for about four or five years. And the only thing that gave me permission to leave was to get loaded again. Yeah, it gave me a permission because something was playing God. So I got loaded back into drugs and alcohol. And then that led me to getting washed up into recovery, thank God, uh, about 10, 11 years later. And when I got into recovery, as soon as the fog started clearing and AA gave me a, a way of life that kept me, you know, pro provided like G.O.D. rails, kept the action figure instead of, you know, running off the rails every day. And really, because I had a magnetic appeal to people in uniform, when I would drink a used, I triggered like a fucking dog whistle that only uniform police could, or uniform people could pick up. And I would get arrested like unbelievably, like it was incredible where and how I got arrested, but I got arrested quite a lot. What happened is, so I look back at my life and I thought when I was with this teacher doing meditation, that was the best part of my adult life. 
So I try to go back to that, not the guru, but I got into Buddhism, got introduced to Zen, and I started traveling in Thailand, got introduced to uh, Theravada Buddhism, yeah, the Hinayana, and then the Mahayana, which is Zen and Tibetan Buddhism. Well, actually, Tibetan Buddhism is Vajrayana, but it's a, it's a thing about the whole point is self-realization, right? The, the individual is going to realize, hopefully it's not an individual, yeah, and really damn everyone else in a sense. <laughs> so, so you don't, you know, you get into that. And so I started practicing and then again, you always run into something. It's almost like an invisible boundary or wall, but you're the wall inevitably. That's what happens, you know. Something seems to be obscuring the simpleness or the obviousness of the message and it's us really wanting to get the message, yeah, which I didn't, I had no understanding of, but I did a lot of the Buddhism and I did meditation retreats and I saw how when a weekend didn't work, you stretched it to 10 days and then it would stretch to 21 days. And I could see that that was bringing out another form of addiction, but I would call it a spiritual addiction, yeah. And I saw an illness in that, I couldn't put my finger on it, but it led me to hearing about non-duality about 97, I guess. And uh, something clicked, yeah, because I had all the failure of the system. I just didn't see the exact wrong of the system. Yeah, I didn't know I was being represented by a mental idea that was sort of living a life, my life, and I was getting back an, an interpretation, so to speak. Yeah, and I didn't have any idea of it. And the meditation didn't ever bring me there. And all the people I spoke that I heard didn't bring me there. They didn't point it out to, out to me that there's a very quick process here. And that's the process of the mental state claiming whatever it comes in contact with to imply there's a you, you know, just that simple. And the you is a manufactured one. It's a feeling of being a long lasting independent separate entity and it's pictured as a body, but it's manufactured. Yeah. But I was, I was mostly, mo most of my life, I was starting from the end point of the manufacturing. I was living as the product of selfing, so to speak. Yeah. So, and I was caught in a, in a bind, which is described in recovery called self can't get out of self. So I was t attempting to use me to get out of me when the real freedom is from this me. Yeah. And I wasn't, uh, that wasn't clear until it was. And when it became clear, it's never not been clear. Yeah. <laughs> it was just one of those things. A lot of things I've been clear about and then I get confused later, but there's been some things sort of like when I got struck sober, I was, I have been clear for 32 years that I'm powerless over alcohol and drugs and shit and that I'm not managerial quality. Yeah. I'm shouldn't be running anyone's show, especially this show. So I'm never, it doesn't come up for debate or review or, all right, you progress enough. Here goes your life and let's go at it. No, it's just, it's a mute point And I'm in a state of being convinced around that. Well, that's what sort of what happened in, in, in the idea of non-duality. There were certain things that were said in books and I heard, 
and they were basically like shoes. They were like shoes that were put out, and basically I saw the imitation is, hey, if these shoes fit, wear them. Yeah, if they fit, when you when I heard, you know, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. It fit. You know, it seemed like an apt description of the, of what's happening here. Yeah, the. The head is con completely not even convinced. It just assumes with such surety that what's perceiving is an object. It does. It thinks Paul is perceiving. <laughs> it does. Now, Paul may be construed as a spirit that's caught in a body, but anything that's being said is framed as a body. Yeah? When, when Paul thinks about spirituality, it's framed as a body becoming spiritual basically. Yeah. So you can't get out of the system as the system. There's no way. I mean, I've come to these finalities. There's no freaking way. You don't have to go to the last point. You can learn way early. Yeah. And then just, you know, at the next opportunity, pull the emergency brake on the bus and get out. You, know, you can just, you can just walk out. Yeah. And you'll be surprised who picks you up or what picks you up. Once you get off the bus, you think you know where you're going. Yeah. When you get off the bus, you don't think you know where you're going. Then you're really going in a sense. Yeah. That's been my experience with it. So I heard, and then uh, Hoang Po was a guy who really struck me. And by the way, we have a Hoang Po shirt in the shirt department. But besides the commercial, Hoang Po was a very old, uh, an old Zen master from China. And I like the Chinese Zen. I'm not that wild about Japanese Zen. It more seems like a samurai version. Yeah, like fucking militant, you know. Who wants to sit at and look at a wall for 13 hours? <laughs> I don't see any point in it. So, so, but Hoang would said this other one. He went, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. And he doesn't leave it at that. If you would think, that if we are the Buddha, that's all it would take, yes? You would. You would think that if we are actually what, in a sense, non-duality is assuming or implying that you are what you're looking for, yeah? That the seeker, that, act, that which is seemingly the seeker is the sort, but not as the seeker, nor found as the seeker, yeah? But you are the sort. If these things sort of land, you would think he would have just said, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. Now, I may be sitting there thinking I'm listening to Hoang Po, and let's say all these squares were listening to Hoang Po, and when he would say, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, he would be talking to what's in every square. Not in Paul, uh, Yaviv, or Richard. He'd be talking to what we are, which is Buddha, let's say. Yeah, just a name. He'd be talking to that, and really, the message is to that, is to the Buddha, not to Richard. Yeah. This is the dilemma. The mental state is claiming to be the hearer of the message, and at that moment, it neuters the message. It just, that's what it does. As soon as it fits it in its frame, it ain't what you, what you were hoping for, really. Yeah, and you can't, you can't stay in the equation and not have the effect of the equation. You can't, and so you can't get yourself out of the way. You can't. It's impossible. So you have to see you're not that which seems to be in the way, 
And when you see you're not that, there's no way that is in the way. Yeah? There is no way that's in the way. You don't come to that conclusion as that. You see that. You see that which you're not from what you are. And then you there's a super hit, super clean, that that has no ability to block you from fucking anything. <laughs> yeah. What you are identified as that seems to have an ability to block itself from things, but that itself has no ability to block you from anything. So there's a very, there's a clarity, and let's say the clarity clicks, and then you think it unclicks, you know? Well, guess what? It's going to click again, and then one of those times when you think it unclicked, you'll see that isn't so, yeah? So there won't be any clicking and unclicking, clicking and unclicking, there, was, there will be a basis will become laid down like a cement, yeah? It's not drying. You can't put your name on it. It's done. It's cooked completely, yeah? That basis. So when the mental state assumes, oh, it's clicked, you unclicked, you haven't, yeah? So it's not that you convince that which you're not that it's what you are. You see that what you're not is not that convincing. Really, that's the whole point. What you're not is not that convincing anymore. So certain things have been revealed, never to be unrevealed. Yeah, and then there's a rest there. Yeah, and then you find out what you are, finally, by being what you are. And then you realize all the searching to be what you are from what you're not was the obscuring of what you are. It is, though it seems noble as what you're not. In fact, it has no nobility in it. It's actually the delay. It's the system delaying the inevitable. Yeah. By looking for this mythical idea of being the authentic Paul or the supercharged Paul or the extreme radical free Paul or the Paul that can hold a loving gaze for 30 minutes or he must be somewhere. You know, no. All that just, you lose total interest in it. And now blue is blue and red is red, like they say in Zen. You know, just fucking, it's simple, clean. Yeah. And so then, let's say you're sharing and you're going and you go, you share. Hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. So then Hawang Po goes, you can't use mind, big mind, to seek mind. So he's covered, he's, he's, Lock the back door and the side door. And then he goes, hey, and you can't use light to seek light. So he just locked the skylight. So there's no out. You can't get out. Yeah, he's got you cornered. <laughs> he's got what you're not cornered. And then there's a, usually it's just a giving it up, you know. He just fucking, all right, you caught me. <laughs> and suddenly you see the policeman that thought he caught the thief was also the thief. You see the whole fucking scheme of it, yeah? And there's a rest that ensues, obviously. If you're really onto something, if you correctly diagnose a rash and you put the right ointment on it, you can expect relief, you know? That's, it's going to verify that there was the right diagnosis, yeah? You get relief. I remember I had this... Uh, I don't know, some energetic event, like a Kundalini thing. And so it flipped my heart out really bad. My blood pressure went super high. So I got rushed to the hospital and uh, they didn't know what was going on. 
So they did all these tests and they basically came back and said, well, we can't do anything. It's coming from your brain. <laughs> your brain is sending the wrong message to your muscle, your smooth muscle in your heart. The heart's fine, but your brain ain't. So, so, and then what happened is I remembered my old friend who's an acupuncturist. So I called him and I told him what, what, what happened and what was happening. He says, you're having a big fucking Kundalini event. Come on in. So I went to see him. And he gave me some herbs and he gave me uh, acupuncture and I started getting relief. So he had the correct diagnosis. The fucking heart doctors didn't, yeah, but he did. So I followed his direction, yeah? Because I got some evidence that he at least knew what the problem was. So this is the same point. This, you, you've heard this message and you've heard what thinks it heard this message. You've seen that, I hope. That's the whole point of these talks is to point out the imagined other that's seemingly taken your place. So basically the hand has forgotten it's the hand by being identified as the glove and it's living an interpretation of life from the glove's point of view. And, in, and that, that, Offness has produced an irritability, restless discontent, or what in Buddhism they call a malaise, like a vague sat dissatisfaction. Yeah, because the, the hand has mistaken itself to be the glove. So what does it need to hear? Does it need to hear it's a hand, it's a hand, it's a hand? That doesn't work because the glove catches the message and turns it into so, oh, I can become like a hand as a glove. That's what it did with me. I went to satsang, earnest, sincere, heard it, but something had used it and twisted it like that. And before I knew it, I got the message, but it had been turned into something else. Yeah. And just like everything else, to the mental state, it was a call to arms. Now I have to practice non-duality or some fucking insane idea. With this, this is a total disarming event yeah you see the absurdity of looking for what you are with what you are it just seems so fucking clear it ends certain things even though they may putter but the gas isn't pumping in anymore they're gonna die their momentum isn't long lasting yes still all roll to a stop and you're still there yeah you've never gone anywhere you never have to go anywhere you can't avoid or evade you. You can't, it's impossible. Yeah, so it's a beautiful like rude awakening. And of course there's a struggle. And then finally, it's almost like non-duality anesthesia. It puts it out. It puts the fucking selfing out. <laughs> when it comes back with a roar, something has changed. You're not so convinced of that which wants to be so convincing. You're just not anymore. Yeah. Now at least, all right, the horse is in front of the cart. See what happens. You may not, you may, all the interest you thought was so you, like a noble call for transcendence, you may lose complete interest in it. Complete interest in liberation. Complete zippo. No sign of wanting liberation at all to a point where you almost feel like a fraud going to a spiritual group because you have no sense of spirituality. You could get care less. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I had the experience when I 
first got sober, this lady told me about this huge sweat they were having in this holy mountain in Northern California called Mount Shasta. Yeah. Now I had no idea this was a huge event in that society of sweat goers. Yeah. It was like, the, it was like the Super Bowl of sweats. And, uh, we drove up to Mount Shasta. I took my own car and there was like 500 people there and more were coming. And these famous people in this little sweat world, you know, fucking mad, mad Harry driving up with a Harley and all these people. They had the Indian from Oklahoma. They built the, uh, the lodges right out of fucking cedar or whatever. I had never been to one like this. So there I am, you know, my, the identity as Paul being a drug addict has, was now starting to sort of grow like a, like a mollusk on the barrier, barrier reef of spirituality. I was trying to find a new identity as this little fucking thing. <laughs> Very fragile at the time. So, so I remember the first thing, sweat I went into, I had no idea it was they built this huge thing, got in there and they had this big pit with the boulders and there was the Indian and a, two people that must've been close to the Indian. And I'm in there and it was packed. So I'm, I'm holding onto the rafters and suddenly the thing goes down, pitch black. I try to sit down, there's someone right underneath my ass. So I had to stand up not knowing that heat fucking rises, I'm standing up holding there, holding it, and then suddenly these waves of fucking heat start hitting me. I couldn't take it. It burnt my underarm, the inside of my nostrils. I was like fucking dying, but I wasn't going to fucking run out because I didn't want to be the one they talked about the whole fucking weekend. Oh, there's the guy who split from the fucking sweat. So I would die from my spiritual face. <laughs> so I'm holding holding and I'm just begging like I've never begged open up that fucking slat <laughs> finally they let us out we run into jump into the stream and of course it's a huge fucking you know rush and you're like and then all I did was strategize how can I get to the closest seat at the slat <laughs> ready <laughs> now from at that point, after that point, I came in contact with non-duality down the road. And I was, I had a guy who was a, one of my sponsors in program recovery. And he got into this native Indian, American Indian uh, spirituality. And they were going to have a sweat at one of his friend's houses in a town about an hour from here, where I live, Northern California. And he wanted me to come and support him. I said, sure. Yeah. So there was about 12 of them and they got a got an Indian from Oklahoma too. They must have like a yellow pages thing. They brought an Indian there and they had uh, the food and this fire going outside and like chased, you know, chairs with Calistogas. So we all go into this little sweat. And as soon as I felt it was hot, I went, this is hot. And I got right up and left. I went out, I had all the food the Calistoga myself and they're praying and moaning and they're going off and I'm just relaxing, chilling out in the, in the, in the evening. <laughs> what had happened to me? Yeah. What had happened? I had immediate recognition when the body was uncomfortable. I got up and split. <laughs> it just made total sense. What? 
Well, whatever. <laughs> I feel now the action figure has its relevance. It does. You're in Rome. You render unto Caesars what Caesars, you know, to a certain level. And I really love the word enough in the English language because it implies such a sublime state for an action figure because the action figure is driven by something that always wants more. Yeah. The mental state. Yeah. So if, if it can reach enough and just chill out there. So, you know, I do breathing exercises. I don't go into hyperventilation states. You know, I do a little stretching to keep the body working. Yeah. And then it's enough. Yeah. And I eat. It's enough. Yeah. It's enough. And then everything is, it's just such a cool place. And it's because, you know, it was a very heavy responsibility for the body to be looked at as the chariot of the gods, you know, like this is going to be the vehicle of transcendence. It was way too much. You know, it doesn't do well as the center of the universe. It can't handle all those thoughts orbiting around it all day. That's why it's getting so sick here. People's brains and their fucking bodies are so fucking sick because of this mental stress that's upon us all fucking day. And it's our role in it is we're believing false evidence constantly all day based on the forces of evidence that I'm Paul that I'm this long lasting action figure that's actually the seer of all the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the doer of whatever doing ever occurs through this figure, the feeling of whatever was felt through this body. I'm the feeler of it all. It's just ridiculous. It's a, it doesn't hold water on five minutes of just like relaxed investigation reveals the, the, the holes that are so apparent in its story. Yeah. So the action figure does like a half hour yoga. It doesn't want to become a supreme yogini or yoga, whatever. It wants, it doesn't want to have pain in the knees. So I fucking, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I render unto Caesars what Caesars, but I'm not a fucking citizen of Rome. Yeah. I'm like Jesus. I like the way Jesus put it. You know, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And I think we're shopping to find what we're of in the world. And it's not available. Yeah, we are what we're looking for. We're using what we are to look for everything else. But we are what we're looking for. Not who we're looking for, what we're looking for. Yeah. So all the difference, all the separation, everything. The more you go out here, the more you get lost. If you go back, it goes to one no point, yeah? The basis of every one of these squares is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and that isn't, and there aren't any individual seer, hearer, feelers, tasters, and touches. There's just consciousness manifesting through this five finger flute having experience. Now what's the one wind that's blowing through all of these wind instruments, yeah? It's not me, it's not you. Yeah. So how am I going to arrive where I already am? I've got to see one I'm not that thinks it has to take a journey. I don't see how you can look at it any other way. Once you make up, once you add an, an inch, it's 10,000 miles. Yeah. Really. And who's going to tell you how to get back from where you never left? The fucking head.
The head has no use in anything of this because we're not in the act of becoming what we already are. We've never lost what we already are, so we don't need a guide to how to find what we already are. None of those things that give it such relevance and such a strategic position in this navigation of life, it has no importance in what we are. We're being what we are now, in spite of all the yapping. It's not like Descartes said, I think, therefore I am. No, I think, therefore I'm fucked, basically. Yeah. Because as long as you believe you're the thoughts, the thinker, then the thoughts are going to have power over you. As long as you own those, they're going to own you. That's how it works. Yeah. So I don't care about thoughts. The only thing that interests me is how do we arrive at being the thinker from thoughts? Yeah. There's a little move there. Thoughts aren't saying there's a thinker. They're, not, they're never implying it. There's a, there's a using of thoughts to imply something. I, that movement of selfing, that movement of this, of moving away from living and getting caught up in an interpretation is a mental activity. It truly is. And you are before that activity. You can see the activity. And sooner or later, seeing the activity, you're going to get a hit. I'm not that, really, basically. And that's the beginning and really the end. Because once you start finding out, you never stop finding out. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Do any questions or whatever? It's a simple invitation. Now, I haven't delivered it well if someone says, oh, you sound like everyone else. I may sound like everyone else, but I'm not, the direction is different. That's why we started giving satsang. I would never have gave satsang if I was hearing what I'm hearing now, then. I wouldn't. But I felt something was missing. There was a lack of emphasis on this little shadow starting and the shadow that we're living as yeah even though we're the projector of the light that the shadow feeds off of we take ourselves to be the shadow i'm interested in that yeah because that to me isn't so i'm not interested in what's so that's what's so i'm interested in what's so taking something else that isn't so to be so that's what's interesting to me yeah so yes all right uh, Keith has a question. Keith. <clears throat> hey, hey, Paul, I don't really have a question, but I just want something really landed in your, when you said, if you give, I, uh, paraphrasing you, if you give selfing an inch, it'll take 10,000 <laughs> 10, miles. It doesn't mean I can get rid of selfing. The activity will go on forever. But if I give that that seeking one inch, it will take me back to, 10-year meditation retreats, and it will try to convince me that I really need to get to the destination. So I, I really love the way you put that. It really, really hits home. Yeah, all that, in my take, the first and last step we have in this whole process has already been done, is being aware of it, that's all. 
a lot of shit seems to have a lot of play without us knowing it. So when we can come into the knowledge of that stuff and hold it not as knowledge of me, but a knowledge of other, then the possibility of real freedom from it is available. And when you get the relief, you'll know you're onto something, yeah? You really know the problem from the solution. Yeah, you do. So I entertain these ideas. Uh, they verified themselves quickly. And basically, the story of Paul has been the beneficiary of it all. Because Paul, miraculously, somehow has found out how to travel lighter when it was impossible for Paul to do that. Yeah? And it's very clear that Paul had nothing to do with it. Paul is just an expression, yeah, of what's going on. If the mental state's dominant, it expresses that anxiety, that fucking sureness of shit I have nothing, I have no knowledge of, all that. And then when there's something else directing Paul, it does quite well, yeah. Well, it's interesting in the uh, Dzogchen non-dual path, there's some wonderfully ironic statements that the various teachers point out, such as, you know, if you're going to do meditation, it needs to be in a form of non-meditation, and you want instructions on what non-meditation looks like, and essentially they just end up saying things like, just chill out a little bit, you're already there, you know, yeah. behold it, behold it, yeah, open to it, again. be receptive. But don't try to be receptive. Just stop with all your actions and trying to improve anything. You're already there. <laughs> and they just laugh. So they just laugh. Where, this is where we come in. Who is it that feels it's already there? Yeah. And who's already there? Or what's already there? There's a dis, there's a unclearness about what or who's hearing the message. Yeah. So when something says, well, just chill out, if that's heard by the mental state, it's an effort to try to chill out. If it's heard oh. from that which is chilled out, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? It never that's goes what away. Me. What interests me is the messages are out there, but the warning of what happens when someone hears the message isn't so much out there. No. See, I absolutely agree. And, and even when the pointing out and the instructions get more and more subtle, like stop trying to do anything, you're absolutely right. They get picked up by the selfing process and there's a doer that says, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop trying to do so much. So there's no way out of it except to see what you're talking about, see what you're not in all the forms that it assumes. And it's just ongoing. Yeah, so let's say you see it one way. So the doer can only see its opposite as non-doer. Yeah. But in fact, there would be better to be seeing it's doing and non-doing. Yeah. So doing is just what's happening. And then non-doing is just what's happening. <laughs> the idea of being the doer has an affixed to the doing. Yes. You know, in old Buddhism, they would say, what is a non-doing? It's a doing that there was no act of being identified as the doer, basically. Yeah? Well, something stops, but the action figure can't stop it, and the self can't stop it by trying to get out of self. But it will stop. 
but it doesn't stop at the level of the object trying to stop itself. There's just something else that ceases, and that's the thing to look at, what you already are. Look from, you can't look at it. You look from that, yeah. So something continues when other, all the other shit stops. Yeah. That, has, that gives off a, a glow that it never started and never stops, yeah? It has a different, it's a, it's a total different sense. Like looking from what's so and looking from what's not so have a total different feeling to them, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like all of us have had many, many free samples, yeah? So this message, when it hits, it's already fertile ground. We've all had it. We've all, but we didn't have the clarity of what was going on and believing that having it means it's going to stabilize. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. Because the having of it is the beginning of losing it. Yeah. You have, there's something before the having and the losing. Yeah. That, It's not trying, it's not finally convincing that which believes something that could never be lost has been lost. That's not the finding of it. The realization is that which is, that which, there's no finding of what was never lost. Yes. It was in a, it's a dreaming to believe. See, there's that old story we use with the necklace. So the lady believes fervently she's lost the necklace but she hasn't lost the necklace, but she believes it. That's dreaming, yeah? So she's dreaming that she's lost something she can't lose. And in that dreaming, she has an effect, which is a non-caused effect. There's no loss that produces the sadness, yeah? She's dreaming that she lost something that's not lost, but it's provoking an experience of extreme deep sadness of losing that, yes? And then what happens is she suffers through that, that, that angst with the hopes that she'll find it and get a big shot of joy, like a drug addict, really. And so suddenly, so, but for her to get that rush of joy, she has to have that depression of losing something. There was nothing ever lost. And therefore, the mental state doesn't have the joy of finding. That's what people go through when they get weaned off of the mental addiction. They get weaned off of spiritual experiences. Get, they get weaned off of incredibly blasted out phenomena. They lose interest in that because they know exactly what happens. Yeah, there's the claiming of that and then there's gotta be the opposite, yeah? So then suddenly they fall into a deep, unbelievable, deep depression because they feel they've lost what they thought they had. It's all made up, yeah? <laughs> the story will continue. You will believe you lost something that you could never lose. And you're going to believe that you found something that was lost. But you're not that, see? It isn't like the story has to change. Those are the stories of being here, yeah? All our stories are like that. All our stories are premised on an idea of separation. 
that we're separated from the whole, yeah? And then the mental state just dreams all these weird things that could happen if you were separate from the whole, but you're actually not separated from the whole, but the dreams will continue. But now suddenly you're not completely engaged as the character of the dream. You're more seeing yourself as from the dreaming, yes? And then there's acceptance of what's going on. You, you know, the, it's only when the dreamt wants to believe it's the dreaming, then it thinks it's going to have 50 Cadillacs and every day is going to be great and joyous and shit. When you see the dreaming from the dreaming, there's acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> there's an acceptance of how things are right now. That's what happens. It isn't like everything gets great. Yeah. No, everything gets accepted. Yeah. It's a much different, much different. There's no ride, so you don't have the, the fear of falling down the roller coaster, nor the exhilaration of reaching the peak. You're much in a different state there, yeah? You see all those things as phenomena that come and go, but you're resting in something that doesn't come and go anymore. You really are. Your basis isn't, you know, moving from the peak down to the bottom. The peaks go like this, but you don't move. Yeah. See, what's, what's living for a certain description of what it would be like, yeah, as the ride is the ride, yeah. It's the idea of being a body that doesn't want to be a body. It's the idea of something that's totally agitated and comes and goes, wishes for stabilization, you see? It's just opposites dreaming. What we are is not of that, it isn't. It's just, that's why I like the term dog shit awareness. It takes all the fireworks out of it, yeah? It's just base, it's so fucking here it just promotes a reliability and a rest that you couldn't get from 50 Thai massages, yeah? Just a, something that brings about such a sense of, what it does, it allows you to really be available here because you're not believing you're gonna lose or gain or this or that, yeah? You're just here, yeah? You're present and available to what's happening. You know how unbelievable that is? Yeah. Do you know how, oh, let's push that aside. I want that fucking peak experience, you know, my eyes blasting fire, five different. No, this is a much more valuable state because it's always available at all times, right where we are with no requirement necessary. Yeah. You're not gonna get established in phenomena you're not going to get established in experience. You're not going to be, get established in mental or physical or emotional conditions. They're all apt to be volatile. They're all at the, they're at the effect of change. Things come and go, ebb and grow. Yes? You're not going to be able to freeze a phenomenal peak experience. Yeah? You're not. I don't fucking... You get weaned off of that and now you're resting. Yes. And so much shit 
is done, so much open business gets closed. You're not looking at any point for what can't be found. <laughs> you, you lose all interest in all of that. Yeah. You sleep well. I mean, a lot of shit, you know. You just, I mean, what would have been the difference if I knew I was going to get run over by a car two years before and I worried all those days, yeah, or just getting run over by the car without having any knowledge? I'd go with the latter, tell you the truth. At least I had two years of joy, fucking around, doing ever, yeah? If I was going to get a hit inevitably, I'd rather just not have, not have it as a... a, a a concern and constantly festering anxiety and worry, just whack, you got run over and there you go. So yeah, thanks, Keith. Thanks, guys. Uh, Daz is next and then Sunil will be next by chat. And then Keith, Daz and Sunil. Well, Daz, Hi, Paul. Sunil, Bill and Joe. So. All right. Hi, Paul, it's Daz. Um... I don't know where to start, really. I'm um, I'm new to this. I'm blessed to be, and I'm grateful that you hold these talks. Um, I consider myself um, in early learning, and sometimes I can sit here and I can I can be listening, and the jigsaw puzzles are getting put together, and everything just seems to be slotted into place, and I'm understanding it, and it really feels right. And sometimes I can come to a meeting, and I can be like. What the fuck is he talking about? I don't understand this. What? And I get into the the thinking, and um, I come up with some really stupid ideas of what is actually trying to be. I'm trying to overcomplicate things, and I put my hand up then to ask a, a question that was on the tip of my tongue there and ready and. Um, he was obviously answered the other guy's question. I, I had answers going around in my head, and shall I, shall I ask him this? Shall I ask him that? And then I'm debating in my head. Well, where is this answer actually? Where is this question going to be actually coming from? Is it the fucking head? Is it the the action figure? Is it what? What is it? So I basically, I'm going to condense it into just to say. I've been in recovery four years now, working the steps. This is an additional to my recovery. I need this. I want, I want more, and I want to be looking for more. I want to defeat this, this head, this thinking, this self. And I just want to ask you, in recovery, um, they talk about being rocketed into the fourth dimension. Now, is this sort of like in non-duality? Is this like a, con a conscious, like, like, a gut instinct, like instinct, rather than a thought and an action, and acting on your thought, like, um, is this like a, a feeling of like, yeah, this is right. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry if it's a bit confusing. I'm a bit naive with all this. And, um, yeah, it's more like a feeling. Ah. And then what will happen over time, you'll lose interest in that whole mental dialogue you described so well. <laughs> you'll lose interest in it and there'll be points where if someone asks you how you're feeling you usually don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in other words you're not checking in with the 
CNN, you know, ticker tape of how you are and how you're going to be and how you were. That's where the loss of interest really shows itself. Yeah. All that stuff that you describe is a typical stream of the mental state. Yeah. Mm. Where most of us out the the interest and attention that we represent would just go there like a cow, you know, using the well-worn path to the trough. Yeah. Mm. What happens is the cow can't stop itself from going there. So the non-duality works on a different level, but the result is there's a loss of interest in all that shit that used to sound very interesting. That's exactly where it is. What you were describing, yeah, that stuff is going to fade into the background. Your attention and interested interest will be much more interested and attentive to other things than thoughts, yeah. Mm. Yeah, these little streams of yeah. verbalness. Yeah, you'll lose interest <laughs> in all that. The point uh, is, we come to the conclusion we can't produce the effects we'd really love to live. Yeah, mm. the system can't get out of the system. It's just that clear. And in recovery, we have an ample illustration of our own life. This isn't a philosophy to us. We're the illustrations in the book. Yeah, we've seen, you know, that this self, this extreme selfishness, self-centeredness is going to kill us. And there's no human power that can do anything about it. And especially us in a way. So basically, it's always bringing us back to, you can't get out of the system as the system. So when someone's putting that message out, there must be an implying that maybe you're in the system. Yeah, maybe there's an identification of the system in the system that we believe is us. Yeah. And so that which we're not of the system is seemingly trying to get out of the glove as the glove. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just realizing it's not the glove and then pulling itself out, it's trying to get out of the glove as the glove. Yeah? <laughs> That's what changes. So you lose interest in what's worthy to be lost interest in, really. <laughs> you just do, yeah? And uh, instead of like a 30-year dialogue, a bird will fly by and the bird will get all your interest. <laughs> because now it's up for grabs. It's not in this slavery of reinforcing self all day, because that's what it's been used for. Our interest and attention has been used to reinforce selfing. Yeah. To make what isn't so seem to be so. And then without knowing it, we live from that. Yeah. Mm. And mm. then we suffer the constraints of the system where the freedom is not breaking the constraints of the system. It's not seeing it from the system. Yeah. Mm. Because the system will set you up as bonded and then tell you ways to find relief and freedom, which tends to become addictions that become a bigger problem than the, the original one. So the relief is not of the system, by the system, through the system, and the relief isn't going to be enjoyed as the system. It's from, there's a recognition you're not that, yeah? And therefore, 
you're not that is emphasized by having interest in all that stream of thoughts you just described so perfectly. This is how, this is how, you know, uh, its signature just bleeds through into our lives from all that, yeah? Constantly, constantly, constantly following its fucking mental minutiae all day, thinking somehow they're going to lead us to some place of security or someplace better, whatever. It's a failed system. You'll be way before thought. What you are can't be thought about. It's impossible. Can't be captured. It can't be had. It can't be acquired. And also it can't be lost. It doesn't demand thought or effort. It doesn't. It's so much better than Daz gaining interest in this idea. It's so much better to lose interest in that Daz (laughs) (laughs) gain interest in this idea. Yeah. Mm. That's really where it goes. I I also get from these meetings that um, the 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 thing that um, I'm looking for is already there. There's nothing to search for, so the the head is getting in the way of that. That it's confusing matters from a perception and. But the uh, thing is, the head can only seem to get seem to be in a way of it when you believe it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The cloud cannot block you from the sun if you're on the sun side. Mm. Mm. It has to have you in another place to be able to obscure you from what you are. You have to be looking at everything from what you're not, really. Mm. Mm. From what you're not, almost everything can be an obscuring. From what you are, you see there's no obscura. Yeah. I've seen it, bro. I mean, I've done every, I've been awake to every fucking weird move the mental state can pull. Maybe it has new ones, but after seeing its cards so many times, it only has a certain amount of finite cards in its deck. It really does. It's mechanical. Yeah. Every time it throws out one of its cards, it tells you it's the first time, but it isn't. It's playing the same old fucking hand. I see that. Every yeah. day. That's why, and because we're not that, we can see it. Yeah? <laughs> mm. And yeah. then we can see that at one point we were looking from it. So you can see, mm. you can see that when you see the prison from afar, then you see the role of the prison you were playing. Yeah. Mm. The prison mm. was there because there was an inmate there, which came first, the chicken or the egg. The inmate came first and mm. then the prison. Yeah. And all, all that acting out on them thoughts has, has, has been done. Um, having realized that the life has been destroyed through letting the action figure run my life, the the thoughts are still still around and it's um i suppose what you're saying is it's the the um the awareness and the realization that this is a fucking shitty thought that i must not act on 
getting rid of it and growing a defense to the to them thoughts but that's going to happen it's not going to be you're not laying the brick or the mortar you're just the right. scene so you see it yeah and yeah. then hopefully hopefully the view will leave the trees and then it will go to the forest so you'll see the exact nature of things and how it's the, how it's how it develops and reinforces and how it claims it's a movement mm-hmm. it only has a certain yeah. amount of moves but the basic movement is claiming so if you just take the basic experience of every day what seems to be first of all the experiences is seeing hearing feeling tasting touching yes yeah yes yeah. that's, that's the point but- and it's it's funny that it's their verbing mm. they're seeing hearing feeling tasting touching so if you just look at it the beginning of all things here are is a verb yeah mm. yet what happens is that verb that event that uh, that the expression of the verb has been claimed to imply a noun yeah so mm. the living would be verbing and then the interpretation is a noun verb. Yeah? So somewhere along the line, we got pulled out of being interested in the verbing and we got obsessed with this. We didn't, but the mental state got obsessed with what it was making, the story of being a noun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for it to be the star, the real stars of the show have to be fucking disguised, obviously. So how could it, how could it parade as you if there was a bigger something else that that was there before you oh definitely yeah so now you don't feel you don't feel like you're seeing hearing feeling tasting touch you it's been interpreted that all that time you're seeing means there's a seer you're the seer you're the feeler so now you get a nuded uh it comes out of the verb but it's a noun that doesn't have any of the verb in it it's like having a a glass of the colorado river on my mantle and I think oh there's the Colorado River but I missed the most important part of the river which is rivering yeah I mm. have the water but it's not rivering <laughs> yeah so I wonder why I'm not that happy with the Colorado River <laughs> because mm. it, it's been neutered it's dead mm. yeah mm. we have the eyes to see all this mm. and if you don't you have the ears to hear a message about seeing all this because you have seen it this way you may not know it, but you have. What you are has seen it this way. What you are knows it has seen what you're not. It's yeah. seen it as an activity. It's there. You are before all activities. So you see, that's why we don't use the word self. We use the word selfing because there is no self. There's a verb called selfing that's used to imply a noun. Somehow or another, we're in the habit of taking ourselves as the noun, and then there's a whole story, and it tells about well, if I'm the noun, then I did this or you did that. Then the verbing gets is is given direction and yeah, in refer in mm. relation to the noun. If you take out, it's sort of like having a a water going current, and then the current picks up shit like leaves or twigs, and it's just going with the rest of the water. You know, 
you, the leaves and twigs don't really change the water. They're riding on top of it. You can see the movement of the water because yeah. they're being moved. Then suddenly you put a rock in there and it changes the current. So the current that's bringing leaves and twigs starts get, gets caught around the rock and it starts going around and it gets stuck. And now the movement stops, yeah? And now the leaves and the twigs bunch up. And now you don't see the movement of the water. You can't even see the surface of the water. All you see is, is twigs and leaves and you're not seeing your role in things. You're the rock that's causing it to go this way, yeah? Mm. If you want relief, you can't keep pushing the current back because it's going to go around that run. Pull out the rock. Yeah. Yeah. And then the reason the water will just re recorrect and keep going. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, we want to get rid of all that, but we want the rock to stay. It's like the moths with the light. If the moths are driving you crazy, just take the light bulb out. Yeah. You don't have to fight the moths off. They're, they're going, they have one attraction, which is the light. Take the light away, you're free from the moths. Mm. Yeah? But if you take yourself to be the light, how the hell are you going to get rid of yourself? You can't. Mm. Well, just, a, just a quick one before, before um, I thank you for your uh, answer. Is, um, just on, on knowledge of self, would, would a good way of looking at it be looking at myself from above, from like a different angle, like looking at sort of like... Just, when, the thoughts, when the thoughts arise, you know, just... Uh, I'm you'll, a, see the, you'll see the, the already assured bridge from the thought to the thinker. It's imaginary. There's no bridge there. There's just thoughts. Yes? And if, and if you haven't recognized some of them as alcoholic thoughts, then obviously if you see they're an alcoholic thought, that means they're not yours because there's a lot of people that have them. So now you get some space. So you'll have space between thoughts and there's more recognition from that space yeah, yeah. than all the talking yeah. we can do here. I understand. Yeah. I understand that. We're talking of, we're wanting to bring it back to thinker, feeler, mm. taster, toucher, smeller. Yeah? Seer. Is that yeah. true? Does the seeing truly imply a seer? Or is something claiming the seeing and using it to imply there's a seer? Which That's one? Right. Sit with it and see which way you come up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What we're yeah. saying here is the mental state is using the seeing to imply the seer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Understood. Yeah. yeah. So you can catch it. Mm -hmm. That's the technique, I suppose, yeah. As, yeah. You're in great you're in great hands, Daz. Yeah. I'm Daz. trying. Yeah, don't worry. Thank you. Yeah. Grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Bill. Thanks, Daz. Thank you. Who? Oh, Bill. Bill, yes. Here you are. Here we are. Hi, Paul. How are you? Good. You're in a very, very uh, prestigious square circle. You oh, am I? You. you got Johans on top of you and Sonny. Awesome. Get ready to leave at any minute. <laughs> good neighbors. You're in a good Zoom neighborhood.
Well, thank you, thank you, neighbors, for, for adding a little prestige to the mix. <laughs> I just got back from the Mill Valley peaceful protest. You'll be happy to know. Oh, great. Did it, was, it turn into violence? No violence, and it was a very large crowd. It was nice to see the community come together that way. Um, really, actually powerful. Um, Paul, when you made the comment about thoughts have never implied there's a thinker, um, I sort of have the exact opposite experience. And I think thoughts more than anything else, I, it's very clear to me, I am not the thought, but where I get caught is exactly the implied point you made a second ago, which is that there's a thinker. That bridge right, thinker. For a second, can you just stop then? If that's the case, ask who is it that got caught? Who is it that got caught? Yeah, you already you already met what you already had the pause, but go ahead. Yeah. Who is it that got caught? There's an assumption something got caught. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was nothing caught. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Then you'll realize you'll see there's such a resistance to staying there. Yeah. Yes, the mental state is just agitated. It, it runs this story that if you really found the right formula, I would chill out, but it can't. That's its nature. It's agitated. Yeah. You bring it right to the relief and it can't bear it in about two seconds. And then it creates another attempt. That's all you need to know. Do you want, you want that to be your uh, representative? No. Yeah. I have this with people. People, uh, you know, they have this huge desire. And then let's say they have a big uh, cathodic event and they can't wait for it to fucking end. I said, well, this is what you've been praying for. Fucking yeah, there you go. But as soon as you get there, you want to get out as fast as possible. It's all fucking false advertising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing doesn't want to anything to do with peace. It likes conditional peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It likes circumstantial peace that it can feel like the owner of the controller of. Yeah. But peace. No, no, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That's activity. Yeah. It's just that simple. So when you were there and we just asked that simple question and then there was a pause. That was the last place the mental state wants to be. Yeah. Yet the, the idealized version of all spirituality is supposed to be leading you to that. So you see, you're in a state of cognitive dissonance. You believe one thing, but there's so many counter agendas going. Yeah. It's almost like being pulled, like when they tie the peoples and there's horses on the left side and on the right yeah. side. You're just getting fucking apart. People will meditate for 12 hours and they finally come to a peaceful place. That's immediately they think that I leave the stove on. You know? Just when it's getting nice, that's when they got to get up and do the laundry or shit. <laughs> Strangely, it feels less, it, it somehow feels less tangible because there isn't the, the, there isn't the 
grip or something. It feels less tangible in some ways than the place the mind takes you. I don't know if that makes any sense, but there's yeah, a- you just said yeah. it. You, there's no grip. That's exactly right. Yeah. There's no grip. It's like falling in that, into that space and you spend your time trying to grab and then you finally get exhausted and then you realize they're wings, you know? Hmm. Yeah. The mental state is trying to grab and know and understand and it's, it's inhibiting something else. Yeah. That's why in Zen, the highest form of mind is I don't know. Yeah. Don't know is there's no grip. There's no handle. Yeah. There's no, yes. Yeah. It's revelatory. It's, it's surprising. It's immediate. It's, it has a lot of qualities that the mental state doesn't like because the mental state wants to know before anything wants to have an assurance. It wants to be able to manage and control whatever's going on. Yeah. And it, it, this, it's not, so that thing is what's leading your journey to arrive. It has no intention of arriving. Mm -hmm. It has an intention of constantly going. Yeah. Staying in the same cycle forever. It doesn't want to, it's, it, it would, it would love to become, but it doesn't want to be. Yeah. (laughs) It's just that simple. So, I mean, it's, uh, if it's your tour guide or your travel, I mean, forget it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to go through a lot. You got to realize your spiritual is fraudulent. You know what I mean? We're just fucking scared shit. And, uh, and that's not okay. And yet it is perfectly. Yeah. It's like the skin of the snake and the snake. The same event causes two different reactions. Yeah. The molting of the skin to the skin is like fucking, you know, Armageddon because the skin's whole story is that it's the whole snake. And then that without it, the snake, there would be no snake. Yeah. But it's very anxious because it knows that's not true. So it wants that snake not to molt the skin. Yeah. And it, so it tells the snake, get a lot of moisturizer. Don't go out in the noonday sun. Watch out for that rock. It tries to manage and control, protecting its own fucking survival. Yeah. But from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. It had nothing to do with the molting of the skin. The snake is not molting. It's a, it's a thing that it goes through every year. Yeah. And yet when it's gone, it's got brighter scales, more attractive to female snakes. It's traveling lighter and shit like that. Which one are you listening to? Yeah. You listening to the skin's point of view or the snake's point of view? The snake is not saying much, but you have a deep assurance of knowing, not in thought, but knowing, yeah? Knowing in your gut that the silence is more reliable than all the yapping. You just do, yeah? And so, all right, the skin falls off, you don't die, you seem to walk through that thing you were super afraid of, you're getting taken care of when you believe you were never going to be taken care of. Life isn't as hard as you ever thought it was, is and shit like that. And so it's constantly surprising not to what you are, but to what you're not because it was so rigidly fixed on being right. It was, it was willing to fucking fuck everything up. Yeah. So, yeah.
it's okay not to want to transcend. It is. It's okay, you know. Just give up the ghost. The action figure doesn't want to sit 13 hours a day on a pillow. It doesn't. It's killing me now, just for this hour. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. What's causing, what is it that's withholding permission? What's playing fucking God? What's playing God? What has you withholding yourself from this moment or from that for what? A bigger, better moment or a fucking some kind of completion? Yeah. They used to say something, you're missing life by planning for it, so to speak. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. This is as good as it's going to get, Bill. It is. Hmm. Bill ain't going anywhere. It isn't. Bill isn't going to slowly turn into light and hold on to Billness all the way through. No, it's not. Yeah. Bill's not going to get it. Bill can't help itself. Hmm. It's programmed. Yeah? The clone will never hear it's the clone. It's going to hear it from the human programming that it's been convinced by. It's never going to get the message. Yeah? That's the message. The message is the futility of Bill wasting any more fucking time trying to get what Bill can't get. Just fucking taking a big gulp. Yeah? And let that house of cards collapse. Stop holding it up. Yeah. And then see what happens. I had dreams when I was younger. I dreamt, I had this situation when I got run over by the car. I had done opium in my life. And uh, when they were putting me, they were giving me shit in the hospital and it sent me into certain like dream states, like hallucinate. So I'd be laying in the hospital bed and there was a light over the door that had like this plastic thing to muffle the light. And I would look in there and then I'd go off. And first I went off, I was, I found, I came to in a, like a Castro convertible, a thing we had back East where it was a couch bed in a couch. And my friend, Tony Capone was making out with this girl uh, back there. And I wanted to see, but I was, I couldn't move. And so I, what happened is I lifted off the bed to see him. And then I could see my friends walking to the apartment building and there was a gang following them without them knowing it. And I was trying to send them ESP warnings and shit like that. Yeah. And then every time, you know, I'd be back in the hospital and then I'd see, look through this glass, I'd go back in, but I remembered the qualities that I found out the first, the dream before I could fly. So now I'm flying places. And so I actually flew and I could fly through people. I would have to yell at them because they were afraid. And I go, no, don't worry. I'm going to go right through you. And then I flew back to, Guru, to uh, Miami to see my guru, that's guru guy. And uh, he's having a big, a big event with children and he had children. So he was sitting on this little raised thing and I flew around the room, created a huge ruckus and I landed 
on the on the the die, and I looked at him with like you know so much sincerity, and he had this little smile, and he looked at me, and he says, "It's too easy for you, yeah." And I could feel every mechanism of me knowing and having and experiencing was not up for the task concerning this topic, and it was so demoralizing. And so I, I came to and I back into the hospital and I didn't want to be there. So I flew back there and they gave me a plane ticket to go back to Miami. I woke up in the hospital bed and I had all the nurses looking for the ticket and they just amused me. There was no fucking ticket. There was no ticket. So I flew back there. They gave me cash. There was no cash. And then finally the third time, I could feel the people there were pulling my legs and the nurses were pulling my elbows and I popped back into the hospital scene and I never left from that point on. But yeah, I don't know what I'm saying this for, but the, <laughs> I saw, I got the message then that I'm not going to get it. I am, you know, I cannot use what I am to find what I am. And that's what the message is. We're using, it's not Paul. There's a using of what I am to look for what I am. That's why nothing works. It's not that you didn't do enough this or you weren't purified enough or you didn't kiss the teacher's feet longer. It's that. It's exactly that. Yeah. You are what you're looking for. And we just can't get over it. We, because we keep looking at that whole invitation from what we're not. That's why we stubbornly keep repeating these talks. Because I'm telling you, that's what happens. Yeah? And then what you're not gets frustrated. And then it just sl becomes slicker and slicker. And it just keeps including itself into this little journey. Yeah? Well, yeah. Thank you so much, Paul. And it's not going to stop, but you'll lose interest in it. That's it. You will lose interest in it. Maybe it will stop, but you even lose interest in that. You just see the mechanicalness of it. It's not, it has nothing to do with you, literally. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. If you lose interest in it, is it there? But never mind, just put that aside. <laughs> no, uh, it's got... here. What? No, because it's here. <laughs> right. Um, so I forgot Sunil last time. So Sunil, yeah, do you want to go ahead? Sonny, you're sticking in. That's good, Sonny. Just past your hour. Um, Sunil? I think you have to unmute yourself. I don't know if I can do it for you. <clears throat> How are the waves, Z? There we go. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah. Oops. Yes. Great. Hi, Paul. Um, I've been following you for about um, a year on YouTube, and it's um, a great privilege to finally talk to you on these Zoom meetings. Um, I, I get the message that it's about seeing um, what we're not from what we are, and that kind of triggers this whole seeing of this, this mental activity that's just imagining me all day long, you know? And I, <clears throat> and I get a glimpse of it every now and then, and I see, ah, there it is, you know? 
and I'm not that. But then there's another part of me. It's like, I think you say the policeman who catches it and then that takes over and then I'm becoming like hyper vigilant, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to catch the cell thing. Yeah. And, and then, and then that policeman takes over and then, and then I'm lost in the woods again. And then I'll come back and I'll see, ah, well, this whole thing about me thinking that I lost the connection and then trying to regain it is also part of the selfing. Yes, sure. Right? So it's kind of like a catch-22 almost because... It is, yeah. You know, I'm trying to get it, but I'm trying to get it as that. Yeah. So, so I guess really this is about losing interest in all of those movements, right? And, and, and so that, you know... You're going to lose interest. It's not an intended loss of interest. You're going yeah. to lose interest. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not intended, no. Right, right. And I'm trying to... I'm trying to observe it, yes. Yeah. See, you've been shuffling a lot of decks. This is when that which was a deck shuffling the other decks gets shuffled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the interest is pulled out from underneath you like a rug. It wasn't like you were intending to lose interest. Uh, it's right. just, it, it, it catches you by surprise. Yeah. Like with your spiritual pants down and then yeah. you realize just keep them down, so to speak. Yeah. <clears throat> And Paul, yeah. I, I realize that I'm never going to get this. Thank God, yeah. You know, and, and I'm kind of setting up a stall to try and get this. <laughs> and, and I'm realizing that that's, that's a failed project too because I'm doing it for Sunil yeah. to get it. And, but you know, I'm not that. that. You're going to keep doing that, yeah. See, it doesn't get that it's not going to get it. I'm telling you, it doesn't. No. Oh, yeah. Oh. Awakening, but its whole programming, like we have it in recovery, is that the, the self, the selfing thinks it can get out of the selfing. <laughs> that's yeah. its whole drive. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why if it does drugs and it doesn't work, it just switches to spirituality or fucking, you know, money or whatever. It just goes on and on. But basically, the same drive is just demonstrating with different vehicles. So you have yeah. to get that, you know, self can't get out of self. Yeah, Paul is constantly looking to get out of itself all day in some respects, but I'm not that. I'm not wasting any time trying to re rehabilitate Paul. Paul's been rehabilitated to a certain level where I'm not getting arrested and causing a lot of havoc. And that's done, yeah, that's finished. Yeah, and the other, that little narrative, that story, I see there's no redeeming quality in it, basically. It's not going to, uh, because it only exists in the system that projects it, yeah? Mm. Yeah, it's not going to leave the system. It can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But and I guess it's... recognition of that, and in a way, when it happened with me, it was like an unspoken yes or something. It was sort of like, I don't like the idea of heart. I like gut even better, but it was somewhere. And I was just thoroughly convinced 
of the futility of using me to find me, you know, it's pointless. Yeah. And I think fear holds a lot of it together, doesn't it? The fear of um, this thing dying and, oh, yeah. um, oh, sure. Sure. you know, and I, and I guess it's, it's like a beggar of attention and interest. Yeah. It's just begging for attention and interest. The, All day. The, biggest, the biggest fear it has is irrelevance, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it can't be the one who's going to find the truth. It wants to be the one who can obscure the truth from you. It just wants to have a role of importance. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to lose interest in that, and I realize that doesn't work either. <laughs> You know, this message will, hey, bro, this message will, will work. Yeah. I'm sharing exactly how it came, how things panned out in a lot of ways. A lot of the downloads have been reverse engineering. That's all. So I started to notice there was relief on some fundamental levels and that relief didn't need any security guard or any fucking someone blowing the flame to keep it on. Yeah. Yeah. So then there would be downloads and it could reverse engineer from that and to see why it didn't seem to be available before and then share it with other f folks of not, you know, us, mine. Yeah. With and, um, and where the message comes from, I've grown to have a great assurance in that. And so, yeah. We put it out there and with the, we don't, you know, it's going to do what it's going to do and the head's going to try to make it, but we try to make it as, as little time really in what you're not and more time resting and seeing what that is. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 We, you know, you know, we are much, we try to describe what we're not most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there are, there are moments of that clarity when I, when I completely do see what I'm not and I see the selfing activity and other times it becomes so intense because I mean, there's a lot of pains in the body and then there's the just bonding glue to all those pains in the body and you know, it intensifies the selfing and then, then I'm trying to scramble my way out of it again, instead of just seeing that, you know, the activity. Um, but bro, really, too, this isn't a race. Yeah. You can't lose. Yeah. Nothing is hanging it in the balance. It's not that way. Yeah. Yeah. It isn't. Yeah. You're either going one way, which is like Ramana said, there's two ideas. Surrender, which is admitting that you're outmatched. Mm-hmm. I will is being done, you know, relying on this idea of higher power or you get, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Or you go to the exact nature of the misery and seeing you're not that and mm. getting there. So you can't lose either in time. You're, it's going to lead you there or you'll realize you're of no time in time. Yeah. It doesn't matter really. Yeah. Yeah. Because when it becomes obvious, it's like it's always been that way. So did you miss it? Did you fucking stall? Did you drag your feet? That's all a story of, in time. It has no meaning in timelessness. Yeah? yeah. We're yeah. of timelessness. So I like that, get that across. You know, rest assured, 
what you are hasn't been dented or diminished or there hasn't been any time added to the timelessness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like oh, you have oh. more prison sentences you have to live out because you yeah. this or didn't do that. I don't, I don't see it that way. Yeah. Although it feels like that sometimes. Of course it does, because that mental head is fucking, fucking <laughs> going for it, man. Yeah. It doesn't want to lose, it doesn't want to lose that string. It doesn't no. want, you know, man, it doesn't. It, it's, uh, yeah. We're in great hands, I'm telling you. Simple as that. Yes? All right, Paul. All yeah. right, brother. All right. I'm in recovery, by the way, as well. Been, oh, been at AA for well, 14. I'll see you more. Come on. Over yeah. yeah. You will, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thanks, Janelle. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah. And Joe, you're up. Joe. Oh, yeah. Hi, Paul. <clears throat> uh, where gets the lie started in the first place? What is this? What is it that brings the egocentricity up? Why does it show up? I don't know. How does it start? I don't it know. Seems, it seems as if, you know, if we get an understanding of what the source of that is, then it would be a lot easier to be relieved of. Well, the source of it is us. Yeah, but, well, we are the, we are the problem. Uh, no, we but, seem to be the problem. We're not yeah, but, the problem. Okay, but what is it that brings the problem up? Why does it show up in the first place? Who knows? But it usually it shows up, you're there, isn't it? Well, it's, it's like I'm not there, but the problem is. And well, then I, I see yeah. myself as the problem. You know, but there isn't any really self there. It's just that it's... And the question is, why does it show up in the first place? Where does it come from? You'll What's have the to source of it? I mean, if... if here it is, it's this huge lie, okay? In the midst of this immense truth, how does that lie show up? Where does it come from? What's its source? Well, us. So we're the lie? <laughs> no, nor are we not the lie. Let's put it that way. See, there is no lie. You see, the thing is, in dreaming, The dreaming to seem real has to be accompanied by a dreamt, yeah? So the dreamt is a product of the dreaming that's giving the dreaming a reality. It's appearing to be real, meaning uh, it's seemingly so. So it appears to be true or false to us. So something seems incredibly true when heard or seen from the dreamt and that exact information will seem to be false evidence when seen from the dreaming. Yeah? So it will be seen as false evidence when seen from the dreaming. For sure. Yeah, but what, what gets me in the illusion of, of seeing it from that sense? Why, why, am I, why am I looking at it that way? I don't know. That's a good answer. <laughs> it's very zen. <laughs> but the question is, is there an answer to that? I think that, that uh, there must be an answer to it. There must be a reason why that's there. I wouldn't hold your breath. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so in a sense, you don't there there you, you don't think that there is a reason for it. No. It's just what happens. Seemingly. But that's so weird. And so out, it's it's just so completely out of place with what's what's natural and what's genuine. It's just so totally artificial. But False. See, those, those are two two views that you're voicing. How's that? Well, you're seeing it as one thing, and it's, it could be so much better, and this and that. So now we're having an argument of two. Argument of two. That's not going to work out well. I'm not following it. <laughs> well, you, one point is you think there's this huge thing that's awesome, and then there's this crazy little thing going on in it. Yeah. Right. There isn't two things. Right. There's only there's only non-duality. There's no two. One has to be in an appearance. Yeah. The illusion. If there isn't two things, yet there feels like there's two things, then one has to be an appearance. Yeah. Yeah, because there isn't two things. Yes. So when, so the question is, is why is it that there is the appearance? <laughs> well, ask it. Ask. <laughs> ask yourself that. Well, it's just like it. It, it was a fall someplace. You know, it's like, it's like, it's biblical. It's like Genesis in the Garden of Eden. If something well, took place. Like biting the, the fruit of knowledge, which is the knowledge of Tunis. The knowledge of Tunis. That's one way, certainly one way of looking at it. That's but, duality. So, but what, that's what, the, I understand that, but what's got it set, why, why did that get set into motion? <laughs> what prompted it? I don't know if it was set into motion. Well, it's certainly here. I mean, we're, I mean, you you have a reason for being here and talking about these things. It's because we're not there. That for a while. I have reason for talking. I miss that. Uh, yeah, I know. No, I don't have a. I don't feel a reason for it. Things are just happening, but it's just like. Let's say if you could recollect 80 days, 80 years of your life, where's all that critical mass now? Did those 80 days actually happen? They, they never went anywhere. Exactly. It's all the same. Well, in a way, yeah. So it just, it's just, uh, I'm telling you, the why usually isn't a, uh, hmm. like when you, when the bloodhound, you know, you take the fabric off of the person who's missing's clothes and you let the bloodhound smell it. If the bloodhound would go, why? He'd lose the whole scent. <laughs> would just uh, fucking bypass the why. You got the you got the smell of it. Let it take you. You're not. You don't have to get the dog. Yeah. Let it take you. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll interest in why, why not? It doesn't matter. And you're still coming from the same place to where there's this tremendous lack in the first place. 
you know, well, that's, there is that's, black, though. There isn't. You know, this is I guess, this is dreaming, really. I love the way the Course in Miracles presents it. It makes it very clear, and you don't believe it or not. To me, it, reg it registers, but it makes it very clear that we're the dreaming. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not saying we're in a dream or a why. There's just dreaming. Yeah, we're the dreaming of the dreaming, and we forget that seemingly. And now we're dream. Everything we're dreaming, we're giving it the the ability to affect us as the dreamt. That's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. See, I don't care why. I like the diagnosis, and I don't. I don't care why. You know. I See, mean, for me, if I could understand exactly why, I would be completely free of it. No, no, you wouldn't. There'd why not? Be, you'd, it, there would be you there being very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the understanding of what set the you in motion in the first place. To, to recognize the, the dream or the illusion or the falsehood would allow me to be relieved of. You see, the and funny it, thing is, bro, no, see, that's seen almost like a fine, final conclusion. That's the prior state we're talking about. You're, you're not going to arrive at the final conclusion. You are the final conclusion now, dreaming that it's going right. to. Yeah. Right, I understand that. But my sense is that I'm not. Of course it's your, because that sense is in yours. That's the system sense. That's the system sense. So it's, so it's, a, it's a rising out of the system? That sense uh, uh, that it's what, I don't know what you said, a sense? Yeah, it's rising out of the system for sure. So that its source is the system itself. Yeah, but the system doesn't really, the source of the system is that which all there is, yeah? There cannot be anything here other than that, yeah? Other than th that, all that there is, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But then, at, at the same time, it, and it's in the Course of Miracles too. There is, there's, there is all that there is. But yet, within that, there is this illusion of all that is not. You know, this this complete lie, this total oh, falsehood. It's an activity. It's dreaming. There's no dream. It doesn't become a noun. It's verbing. This is the beauty of it. See, my feeling of just like, you know, there's tons of happening, but nothing, nothing ever happened. Yeah. But all the tons of happening, all the tons of happening, all the verbing is taking place within something. No. Within the noun. No. no. There's no noun. It's just isn't, it like, isn't it like the action is taking place within space? Or space time. But that doesn't mean space is a noun. Well, no, it doesn't necessarily mean space is a noun, but it doesn't mean it's a verb either. Well, it's movement. So manifestation is movement. Manifestation, yeah, it's, it's, it's movement. So there's stillness, but that stillness isn't a noun. And then there's its movement, which I like to use the word verb. So everything is verbing, yeah? Yeah, but the movement has to take place somewhere. Yeah, in the space. In the space, that it, it's, it's the happening within. And it's what is within that is, that is the, the completeness, no, there's the wholeness. No, there's no within or without, that's duality again. 
It's just what is. That's the non-dual. We can't see it with the eyes of, of dualism. It's impossible. We're blind to it. So what really wants to have an understanding isn't that, it's what you're not. So you'll lose interest in that. It's, hmm. What we are, what, what is, doesn't need to be understood. <laughs> it's, 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 but it, it needs to be known. No, it doesn't. It is. It, but, and that's, in, that's the knowing of it. It's, it's like it's not understood because... No, it's a being of it. It's not a knowing of it. A knowing of it is it's a being of it. You're being it, yes? Yeah, to know it is to be it. Well, yes. See, the knowing it... See, in the mental state's idea of knowing, to know it is to, is to be a knower of it. That's not the knowing. That's different. That's different from, yeah. from the knowing and the being as the same thing. Yes. That there isn't, a, there isn't a, when you know it, you are it. And that's different from being the knower. No, no. See, the being it is the knowing of it. It's exactly. Yes. But it's, the like, being it's like... Ramana, to know God is to be God. The being of it isn't determined by knowing. Yeah. No, the, no, it's not. The well, knowing comes after yeah. the being of it, right? Yeah. 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 And, 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 but then that's the, the and I, I get stuck with the knower in there too. And the, 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 the knower becomes what is known. Yeah, so you don't, that, to me, I, I don't care about that. It's too dualistic. No, I just don't care about it. I mean, I feel like if you, if you, uh, fall into, uh, into that, there's rest there. That's basically the language. There's not a movement to know anymore or anything. It's just like a chilled outness. It's almost as if the race that could be laying down, walking, running, reflecting, all the whole race is cut is shut off. Yeah. So you just chilled out. Yeah. Yeah. I and I have interest in pointing out the uh, the dreaming to the dreaming. I don't have any interest in pointing out the dreaming to the dreamt. I don't think it goes anywhere. So I'm already assured of, of the final conclusion. I already think it's, that's the way it is. So we're just basically trying to, all that, all that causes it to seem like it isn't is a false point. So just see if you're not, if, if you're truly not that, you'll lose interest in that false point. And then the whys and the, and the wherefores and the knowing and shit like that will drop. You just won't care in a very healthy way. Yeah. 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 From your own, from your own perspective, it won't, it'll be irrelevant. But, well, yeah. Hallelujah. but if, but if you're going to share it, then it's got to have some relevance. Uh, no, the sharing of the relevance is, doesn't need to be spoken. We're trying to show how irrelevant what has been assumed to be quite relevant is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going in a way of negating that which seems to be overly relevant 
and then you'll find out whatever yeah what's yeah. relevant <laughs> yeah this isn't like uh you don't identify with what you are you're being what you are there's an act of being identified as what you're not going on and right right here uh the interest and attention has been programmed to be attracted to that because it's presented as us for 80 or 90 years and um people have run into a lot of the uh, default mechanisms of the system and led to realizing self can't get out of self you can't use yourself to find yourself you setting off to lose interest is another form of interest so there's a lot of warnings that have been put out but in my experience when i was introduced to satsang either i wasn't hearing them or they were underemphasized, and that's what moved uh, this event to share because I, uh, I, I felt what was left out was the most important aspect, which is mm -hmm. how the message gets heard. Yeah. Who mm -hmm. is it that think, thinking it's hearing the message? <laughs> In this place, that's what changes the message. Yeah. So thinks is hearing yeah. yeah so i my i started to give talks and then i ran into this ceiling and i'm open for new directors but i never gotten a new one so it keeps me at the same point because i don't think it makes any other it doesn't make any sense to leave this point unless it's clear tell you the truth mm. yeah because there'll be uh you'll be living under a seeming mistaken identity <laughs> yeah, and then you may be have gonna have a rude awakening. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we might as well, you know, have a rude awakening now and get over it, and then <laughs> get established in something that's uh, already established. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just keen on that. I've watched a lot of people. Sh uh, over the time I've had the privilege of speaking. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot from a lot of the events I went to. I learned the addictive nature of the mental state will clothe itself in anything, spirituality or whatever. And, uh, and that it's quite, it has a finite amount of moves and it's mechanical and and that you're before it, so to speak. If you want to look at it as a, as a, a, a linear time, you are before that which comes after. And that which comes after is being used to imply there's a someone before. That's all. Just a little, it's like a magic trick. And the only way it works on the audience is because there's a believing that time is linear. And we believe what was before was before, what's happening is now, and what's going to happen is the future. But the mental state uh, doesn't play that way. It, it comes after what we are. It implies a noun about that. And, and then it presupposes that noun to be before everything. So now you think you're doing everything and thinking everything and feeling 
and you're feeling that's such a natural consequence. I, I have a really strong sense that I'm doing it. Of course, that's the fucking program. <laughs> you know, and then when someone comes and sees me and says, well, you talk as if it's easy not to be the body. Well, you're not. And the problem is, if you're hearing the message as a body, it's going to be very difficult to try not to be a body. This is how it is. Why would you want to keep talking to that about the indescribable when it's best to describe that? Yeah, I don't mean it doesn't make any sense to constantly waste time describing the indescribable and trying to describe it to that which we're not. Let's just describe what we're not. <laughs> that what we are gets it and goes, hey, wait a minute, I'm not that. And what happens is the loss of interest occurs sort of like naturally. A lot yeah, of shit yeah. gets drawn and goes somewhere else and you're the better for it. Yeah. yeah. And I I call the whole process called traveling lighter. Yes. Yes. Because that's an observable result here in time. Something has done for me what I couldn't do for my fucking self. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, same, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Can we end soon? Who? Rich is uh Rich is up now. Right, yeah, one more. Hey Paul. Who's this? Chris? Fritz. Fritz. Oh, Fritz. Fritz is speaking. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to thank you for something. You gave me a moment of no mind. And what you said was Descartes said, I think, for, therefore I am. And I'd say, I think, therefore I'm fucked. Yes. And when you said that, I practically fell out of my chair laughing. It was, it just, it caught me off guard and uh, yeah, it was, I, I just wanted to thank you for that. Well, thank you, Fritz. You're a rock, Fritz. <laughs> You're a rock. Good. I'm and telling you, why would they call them uh, distant diagnoses? I have a blanket diagnosis of everybody. You're all in good hands. I don't okay. need the particulars. I'm just telling you flat out. Yeah. Thank you, Fritz. Anyone else? We'll do one more or we'll just say goodbye. Uh, no other hands. Thanks, Fritz. Hey, where's Sky? I want to thank Sky for setting up. He may have left. Uh, I want to thank Sky for setting up the, the shirt company, whatever. Yeah, he goes to bed early. I don't see him on the list. Uh, he was here, but. Yeah. All right. Well, he's probably going to make shirts. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm just, can I just say hello to some people and bye? Let me see. I like doing this. So there's Mike. Mike is the one that does all this work for, uh, we come out of the organizational dark ages with Mike. Mike brought us to a, a manageable affair where we can get the message out and yeah. Then we got Mike here, Mike reclining. We got Judith, the uh, the sunbeam of Hawaii. Nice to see you, Vlad. Vlad, hey. do not take hey. it. Oh. 
Seriously. All right. All right. I have to go back there and give you a slap. All right, James. James, fantastic. We've got Sean. Nice to see you, Sean. Javi, nice to see you. We'll try to talk after the meeting and then somehow, yeah. Yariv, always nice to see you, my friend. I'm hoping to see you guys Wednesday sometime soon. Uh, we got Norman. Norman, your, your, your beard has grown about three inches since the beginning of the talk. Awesome. Ben is almost sound asleep. Let's leave him alone. Glenda O'Driscoll, one of my favorite gals from Ireland. Roman. We got Joe, Joe J. Well, this was my friend MJ, uh, MS, sadomasochism, SM, but now he's changed it. It's good, yeah. We got Keith, very good, Keith, yeah. I'll see you soon. We'll have you over. Natalie, nice to see you. Raja, hey, my favorite. Hey, honey, can you see me? Yeah, yeah. Raju, yeah, nice, yes. We got Roman. Thank you, Roman, for all the support. I hope you come over here or we'll be over in Germany, hopefully, sometime. Keith again. Daz, you're in great hands, Daz. Uh, we got Z. Z, uh, how are the waves at the lagoon? Probably too. A lot of wind. Donna, Donna, open your eyes. Yeah. Nick, you're in the dark. Sharon, again, in the comforter, very good. We got I am now. <laughs> I, should have said, I should have said hello earlier. I am now. Sonny, Sonny. I like Sonny from Dallas. Sukhyana, am I saying the name right? Yes? All right. Fritz, thank you for that share. Mickey, fantastic to see you. Yeah, uh, we got Richard. Richard, I've known you for a long time. Yes, from the old days. We used to get used to get in touch with me. I think I remember your name, Randy. Hey, Randy, thank you for not asking a question. It's very good. That shows growth and progress. <laughs> Only joking. Chris, nice to see you, Chris Gilmore. Call. You're looking very, where are you, Carl? Pardon me? Where are you located there? Savannah, Georgia. Oh, looking nice. Fantastic. I wish it looked like that here and just cut out the Georgia part. All right, Richard, Johans, Dennis, Rob. Nice to see you, Rob. Dennis, uh, we're getting closer to Luca. Richard, nice to see you, Rich. Richard, yeah, good. Sunil, thank you, bro. Keep coming back, Sunil. ZZ is my favorite. Beautiful art, Isabel. And, oh, wow, we have Bill. I mean, are we have Bill. You, Bill, you've transformed yourself into Maria. Good move, Bill. Susanna, great to see you, Susanna. Woohoo! Sarah, Samantha's got uh, 
a unicorn head. That's pretty cool. Ted. Nice to see you, Ted. Dominique. Dominic, I know Dominic. Nice to see you. Joyce. Peter. Oh, wow. All right, it's great to see everybody. Susanna, very nice to see you. Travel well. All right, I'll see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Paul. Bye, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Paul. Thanks so much, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Bye, Paul. Mike, can you tell Mike? Can you talk to uh, Avi, the guy? Yeah, and tell him how to get in touch with me. Or let's. Try to figure out how we can talk to me after this. Yeah, just in general, my web, my email is on the website. So if you have trouble getting hold of Paul, just go to the website, donating tab, and my email is there. All right, but this guy, Javi, wants to talk with me. I know him from Barcelona. Can you – I don't know how to do it. You want me to give you, him your number or your email? Yeah. What? Your phone number? Yeah. From Zoom. Oh. Tell him to Zoom, uh, WhatsApp me. Okay, I'll put it in the private chat show. Paul, I have a quick question. Oh, boy. Yes. I just am curious about the background behind your screen with this traffic light and this building. So why did you put that one? Why did I put it? Yeah, this background behind the Zoom screen, the virtual background. It seems more appropriate for Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> I liked it. I like the color. Oh, nice yeah. one. I didn't know this was House on Fire Day. But I first got the message. I first got the message when I was on a ten-day retreat. So I burnt the temple down, and, and then I left Thailand quickly. I like it. All right, see, uh, Javi, you call me. Just I don't know how to do it with Zoom. I just put it in the private chat to him. Javi, did you get it? Is that okay? All right, you got it. Cool. All right, see you guys. Cool. Hey again, thanks to Mike too. Thank, for thank you. Thank you, thank you so night, much. Everybody. All Bye -bye. the people get to see every time. Thanks, Mike. Sure. Bye, Sukanya. Thanks, Mike. My pleasure. Who is that, Sarah? Susanna. Hi, Susanna. Good to see you. It's down to one screen now. All right, bye, everybody. Bye-bye. guys. And Luna blows kisses, just so you know. <laughs> bye, Luna. Oh, wait a second. Do you want to come blow kisses real quick? All right. <laughs> Great shirt, Mike. Thank you. Blow kisses. Blow kisses, Luna. Hey, Dominic, are you on earlier? Don't I kiss it. I remember seeing you on before. Come on. First, first timer, Mike. Uh -huh. You were here for the whole meeting? Uh, I tried. I yeah, I was, I was, uh, I got sick this morning, so I'm kind of in and out, and 
So it's just listening and and uh, appreciating. And, you know, maybe there was probably a lot of selfing coming up there, trying to grab hold of something that's that there's nothing to grab hold of. It's a moving stream, yeah. yeah. Right, well, live? I live in Southern California, LA area. So I, I had listened to um, Paul. I think there was it's um, something around the virus convinces us that it's the host.